Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. It's time for our United Way of Portsmouth Area Partner Spotlight here on Koinonia. And it's been a lot of fun getting to meet a lot of new people through this particular program from United Way of Portsmouth Area. But it's also fun when I get to have somebody in studio that I actually know. And uh, Tammy Coons, the executive director of Community Services Clearinghouse, we actually met, well, maybe a few months before you actually were uh, the executive director. You just celebrated two years uh, back on Tuesday. A lot of people know you here in the River Valley, but why don't you give us just a little bit of your uh, God bio? How did God get you where he's got you today? Well, you know, it's funny. I had been doing home daycare and I, my, my daughter went to school and I started looking for another job to get back to going to work. And um, it was funny. They ran an ad in the paper and I kept looking at the ad or oh, the paper. And when I'd open up, that's the only ad I would see. And I was like, I don't want to work there. <laughs> and I was like, but it kept just that would be the only thing I would see. And that's so funny. I finally went and applied and I got an interview. And it's a funny thing. Um, Rick Foti was the director when I got hired and I was second choice. They didn't hire me. And so uh, they went with another girl and she lasted one day. And they called me and said, hey, do you still want the job? And I was like, I think so. Come in. 13 years later, I'm still there. Wow. I've done just about every job there is at the at the clearinghouse. I've helped with Mills for Kids program. I've been a caseworker, casework supervisor, director of operations, and now executive director. That is some story. Uh, when God's got his uh, hooks in you, you're not getting away. No, I th- God knew I was supposed to be there before I did. And, um, you know, I always hear, it, you know, God's timing is not our timing. and But, you know, it's the right time. You really got uh, the full treatment of that. Yes, 100%. But it's been the biggest blessing besides my children and my husband of my life. So. Now, the uh, two-year anniversary, June 1st, 2019, uh, a few things have gone on uh, in this time, uh, and probably even more than you'd ever seen before, at regardless of what your job was there. Yes, it's been crazy. I, as you said, I took over June 1st. And in the midst of that, we've had a flood, which was, you know, disastrous in our area. Well, we had a tornado that come through right before the flood. Uh, then we had the flood and then we've had COVID and we have stayed open through the entire process, but it has been a challenging two years, but God always provides 100%. People I know there at Sykes right across the street from you there, they, they called it the flood NATO. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because you know their building got flooded and the tornado yes. and you know just a little bit of everything. The clearinghouse did get hit on the tornado. It went right over the top, uh, lifted our roof up a little bit, wow. um, and we were inside at the day that it happened. It was on the weekend, but we were actually inside. It was. It's been a crazy. And but you're not new to the area, so tornado is not necessarily a new aspect. Mm, Myself, no. having lived in Phoenix for 30 years, I'd kind of forgotten a little bit. <laughs> And my wife has had zero exposure. So uh, it's been a pretty exciting two years, uh, two and a half years living here. Uh, we've seen more rain than we saw in, you know, the entire 30 years we lived in Fort, or in uh, Phoenix. So the Community Services Clearinghouse has got a great 
heritage here in the River Valley. But maybe there's somebody that's saying, I think I've heard them, but I don't know exactly what they do. Tell us about Community Service Clearinghouse. Well, you're right. We have a great heritage here. The Clearinghouse has been here for over 40 years. Um, we're about 43 years, I think, at this point. Um, the backpack pro- we, we do the backpack program. We started out as an information center where you could, we could help send the people to the place they needed to go. So some churches got together, and they had people going to multiple places, and they were like, we need one spot where they could have resources at. And that's kind of how the Clearinghouse got started. And then we developed our food pantry where they could get on-site assistance, and we started the backpack program. The backpack program started out with two schools and four kids on the program. We now serve 142 schools in a seven-county area, serving on average around 2,400 kids a week on that program. That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, that is a lot. And uh, a lot of people that don't realize, like my family, we don't have children, so we don't realize the challenge that it can be for these kids going to school and then uh, away on the weekend, not having access to nutritious food. Well, you know, our school program lunches, they were able to get lunch and breakfast at school. Well, what happens on Friday when you go home Friday and you have to go all weekend until Monday morning without eating? Uh, some of these kids, it's not always because they don't have parents at home. Sometimes they have parents that are working and they have to leave them home. And so it may be an older sibling that's watching a younger sibling. So it's not always that the parents aren't around. I mean, there is some of that, too. But, you know, there's a lot of situations that get involved in that. But these kids that go without eating, they lose 35% of their education. It takes breakfast and lunch Monday and Tuesday for them to be able to get back in the classroom and start focusing on their schoolwork. It's a travesty for these kids. and puts them so far behind. And it is something that uh, has some shame added to it. So, But having this program being so prevalent throughout the community – that's minimized a lot, I'm sure. Well, and it's very private. So, the I mean, you would know that Sally sitting beside you is on the program because the counselor or the nurse puts it in their bag for them to go home Friday. They're not give it to in the classroom where all the other kids can see or they're not called out. Backpack kids come to the office. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a certain way that they hand them out at each school. We don't even know what kids are on the program. All we know is this school has... You know, 15 kids on their program, and we send them food for 15 kids. I don't know if it's first through fifth grade. I don't know if it's boy or girl. It is very private. It keeps it very private for the child, so they're not embarrassed. They're just able to take this food home and eat it. That's fantastic. Now, give me an example of uh, what makes up a backpack. So anywhere between nine to ten items, it's all uh, kid-friendly food. It's very accessible. You know, what's a first grader supposed to do with a can of green beans? How do they open it? What do they, how do they, you know, warm it up? So it's stuff that's easy open, shelf stable, things that they could just, that they can eat their, on their own. Um, it's always got a juice in it. It always has some kind of cereal in it. We try to put some kind of protein in it. Um, different, you know, we do raisins or craisins or applesauce. So we try to make sure there's stuff that's in there that's nutritious, but also kid friendly to, to get them to eat. Because the most important thing is that they have something to eat. It's not going to do any good to give them a can of peas and then they don't eat it because then right. they're still going without food. Mm-hmm. So it's making sure they're getting those calories to keep them stable until they get back to school on Monday. Tammy Coons, Executive Director of Community Services Clearinghouse, is my guest. And Tammy, this is something that um, is so vital for our young people, but it takes the whole community to really make this happen. And I want you to talk for a moment about the United Way of Fort Smith area 
partnership. Now, we saw each other a couple of weeks ago at the Fundraising Golf Classic. Phenomenal event. Raised more money than they expected. But that's just one little thing that United Way of Fort Smith area does. Oh, my gosh. It is. We... We would not be able to do our program without the United Way. We are so grateful to the United Way and our community. They step up every year with their campaign. And, you know, that is one of our biggest funding that we get is from the United Way. Um, You know, when I talk about the backpack program, you're talking about nine months of a school year. It takes over $180,000 just to buy food for those nine months. Wow. So the funding we get from United Way, we could not have this program without the United Way. They are a big part of our program. And starting from, you know, 40 years ago, a small uh, program, the networking and the connections and the relationships in this area has astounded me. Tell me about yours. Uh, it, it is. I mean, our community, they just they step up in big ways. And one thing leads to another. I mean, it totally does. You may have a donation that comes from this this business and someone at that business tells this business and that comes back to us and so between being able to volunteer and donating and delivering backpacks or coming and packing backpacks it's not always a monetary donation that comes in sometimes it's the time which is just as important we have five people that are on staff at the clearinghouse and we talk about all those schools and all those kids Without our volunteers that come in, there's no possible way we could do it. So it's a community effort, 100%. My brain just shut down trying to divide (laughs) five by 147 schools, you said? Yes. Wow. Yes. And then on top of that, we do our pantry where we we see on average, you know, about 300 to 400 families a month with about 75% of that is our Reynolds cancer support clients. So you know, it's not just the backpack program. So once again, we have volunteers that are coming in and helping, you know, delivering food, food drives that we have, all of that. We takes volunteers for all of that. Tell me a little bit about the uh, events and programs that you've got coming up over the summer here. I know uh, we've got the True Grit and there's some other things uh, and how people can get involved. So yeah, we have our True Grit ride, which is going to be virtual, but we're actually going to be live for our Bago event in September. And we'll use volunteers on site for that as well. Um, the, the Game of Throws Bago event, um, it's a whole lot of fun. We have different sponsorship levels for that as well. Um, Arvest Bank and um, the 906 Lounge are our presenting sponsors for that event. And um, it's a whole lot of fun. It's a great way to get, um, to get your company um, some recognition for your company for, but with either a board sponsor. Uh, we take a lot of sponsors for that. We have team sponsors. Um, so it's a lot of fun. It's held downtown. Uh, we have live auction, bingo, um, silent auction, the actual tournament. Um, it's just a, it's a great night, and it all goes to benefit the uh, Mills for Kids program as well. One of my exposures to Community Services Clearinghouse has been raising uh, food items, non-perishable food items, directly. And I've just I've I've driven over truckloads, yes. and you guys go through it really quickly. Three hundred families plus a month there at the pantry, and then the backpack program. So people, they think uh, backpack program, oh, this is summer, they don't need help. You need a lot of help in the summer too, right? We do. And, you know, a lot of it, it's preparing for the next the next school year. So we're, you know, school just ended, but we're already looking to August to get started. And, you know, we have our, our food delivery that will come in. We'll have to start packing for it as well. Um, so, I mean, we do get a few months off. But we're really not off with the backpack because it's just getting ready to prepare for the next school year. 
So uh, let's tell people about the True Grit specifically, how they can participate, and uh, what all uh, that really does for your organization. So um, we have two large events. Uh, the um, True Grit Bike Ride is our largest fundraiser that we have. So we really like to promote it, and it has really grown. This is our 10th annual, so this wow. is a big one. We've had yeah. it for 10 years. Um it's going to be virtual this year. Uh, we have the 5K walk run that we've added a couple years back, and we've also added a mountain mountain bike mountain bike ride. So it starts June 18th, and this year, like I said, it's virtual. So instead of a, a two day event and the bike ride just being one day, we're actually extended that over a two week period. So you have a longer time to participate in the ride. It always falls on Father's Day weekend, and so that kind of interferes sometimes with people sure. being able to do it. So right. this has actually helped out. And we've had people that don't even live here that has signed up because they can do it uh, virtually this year and do it from where they're at. So um, you can go, you can register at TrueGritRide.com. It'll go through Bike Ridge, and you can register for the bike ride, which is fifty-five dollars, and that includes your T-shirt or the five K, which is thirty-five dollars, and that includes your T-shirt as well. And it's a cool T-shirt. I mean, they're they're wanted. Everybody wants that T-shirt. Yeah, and it's my wife and I. We've done events for years i know you're looking at me going wow you look like a runner tom uh <laughs> and just for those that haven't seen me i don't trust me on that but we always it, it's about what's the bling are we getting a medal are we getting a cool t-shirt we need some kind of reward when we cross that finish line and it's well deserved well, i cool. mean when you cross the finish line you want something that's yep, right. right the t-shirts are great they're they're so soft and Every year we have a new design, so it's totally different every year. and usually, usually go with a different color, so it makes you want to come back each year and get those. And we have people that have all 10. Wow, that's fantastic. I know. All right, give us the exact contact information once again, and uh, we'll wrap up here. Uh, TrueGritRide.com, or they can go to our face. I mean, our website, which is csclearinghouse.org, or our Facebook page. You can find the links on any of those. If you have any questions at all, just give us a call. It's 479-782-5074, or you can stop by the Clearinghouse at 4420 Wheeler Avenue anytime that you want to come, even if you just want to come check it out or see how you can get involved to help out. Tammy, thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you.